Welcome to the Rise Up Fitness Podcast, broadcast from sunny Santa Barbara, California. We're here to go back to the facts, educate you in health and fitness, and help you rise up to your full potential. Hello and welcome to Rise Up SD, bunny edition. Well, bunny edition. Almost Easter edition. We will have an actual bunny edition. Well, it's our first an Easter edition social distancing tomorrow. holiday. Actually, it's not. St. Patrick's Day was, but everyone like forgot it was St. Patrick's Day. Well, that was like the, that was when it was unclear. We, it was we unclear. Were, we weren't under stay home yet. But no one was going under, out to bars or anything. No, they actually did in some places in the world and they got in big trouble, but not here. Really? So yeah. this is kind of our first uh, social distancing holiday as a community. So uh-huh. it's interesting. So we thought we'd touch on Easter, um, particularly the food category. So because that's my favorite part of Easter. <laughs> I know. So mostly because I don't look that great in pastels. Let's be honest. Well, so yeah, and I think a lot of whether you celebrate Easter as a kind of a cultural holiday or whether it's re- very religious for you, I think that pretty much everybody—not everybody, but the vast, vast majority—is staying home and either watching services online and then celebrating Easter with their family or just celebrating Easter with their close family. So it's going to look a little bit different this year, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah, I think it's going to look completely different. Uh, I know. I think that even if you don't um, celebrate it religiously, it was an excuse to see your family or friends or stuff like that. Certainly always was for my family. A good time to see people and And a a good time to eat a lot of chocolate. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, you know, they, you know, there's always there was Easter egg hunts going on, you know, that thing, and the Easter bunny comes, and then obviously a lot of people either do like a, you know, kind of a nice family, friends, whatever, brunch, or like an early it's a great lunch brunch dinner. Holiday. It's a very good brunch holiday. It's pretty much the only brunch holiday, I think. No, there's no. What else? Any Mother's Day. It can be a brunch holiday if you believe in it. But I definitely had, um, I have some really good Easter memories, both from growing up, but also for the past few years, because I haven't, um, well, I'm a grown up, so I don't, you know, have any. Like, nobody, the Easter Bunny doesn't come hide eggs for me anymore. I'll put it that way. But, um. Are you sure about that? Yeah, most, I mean, most years. I, I, I allow the Easter Bunny to focus on those who may be in more need of eggs than I am. Um, but the past few years, um, it's become a friend holiday. So I, I spent, um, like last Easter with my friend Katie's family. They were gracious enough to invite me over. I've spent Easter. I remember one year in college, I went home to my college roommate's family because they lived a little bit closer than mine. Um, and it's just, it's, it holds a lot of special memories as a time when uh, people who weren't my actual family have welcomed me as a family right. too. So I love that part of it. So I think that, yeah, I mean, that's cool and we're not able to do that. And there's obviously people here that um, are kind of having to social distance themselves alone. So hopefully you can get on like a, a Skype or a FaceTime and see your family and wave and do everything else. But then it was the big discussion was kind of, uh, wait, wait, what do you do for the meal here? Because we're used to cooking way too much food and everything else. But, mm-hmm. you know, do you need to do you need to cook for 20 people when it's four of you? <laughs> we, we suggest not. We suggest not. It's up to you. But it's we thought to we, you. we might talk about a few um, of our favorite food options for Easter. Is that I'm a little bit on the healthier side? Because it's actually surprisingly um, a holiday where you can eat clean, stick with eating mostly clean if you want to. Yeah. Um, and also just, you know, some other options for celebrating Easter style. Yeah. I mean, first and foremost, I would say this might be the holiday <clears throat> to go a little gourmet or a splurge. I think we're so used to on these big holidays. And I know I was included of like, oh, there's 18 rounds of appetizers. And then, you know, mm-hmm. like for Thanksgiving, for example, and there's eight, you know, if, you, if it's a big group, there's t- two, three kinds of mashed potatoes and eight kinds of stuffings. And then there's turkey oh. and then there's... Eight kinds of pies and whatever. 
Um, but Love mashed potatoes. there's no reason to do that. And so what I would say is like choose a few select dishes, maybe make them really good. Exactly. There's no yeah, reason have you don't fun. You don't need sixteen things for a really, really good brunch, right? You need like two or three really good things. Mm-hmm. And this could totally be adapted for just one person, by the way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were kind of talking about okay, what I mean. We let's, talk, let's say if you're going to do brunch for yeah, first. Yeah, let's say brunch. So okay. obviously brunch is a combination of breakfast and lunch, all the best pieces. Yeah. Um, I always like to have some form of eggs. I love yeah. eggs. So you and can there you are can do so those many options. Right. And you can do those simply and, you know, over easy. You can scramble them. You love can, me some scrambled right. eggs on toast. You can do um, a big yeah. egg casserole. That's, I mean, typically for a bigger group. So maybe you don't do that. Yeah, so let's have a bigger family. have... Um, multiple people eating eggs and you want to do a big batch thing you can do scrambled eggs in a big batch um there are definitely ways to do that i recommend um just a couple of tips and tricks for scrambled eggs for me because i like them a little bit softer a little bit looser kind of like um i never really had loose scrambled eggs that i liked until i went to um europe actually when i was living in scotland in college um because you know Fry-ups and breakfast things are a really big deal over there, which is one of the reasons they're the best. Um, But the scrambled eggs that I had were these wonderful, soft, fluffy things. And when I made them at home, I always ate them and I always liked them, but I didn't know the key to getting them all soft. So you want to use some form of liquid. So you want to use probably milk. Um, You can use cream if you're going really into it. Don't add salt until you're done cooking them. Because it changes the way that the protein strands react with each other when you mix in salt beforehand. So if you want them softer, don't add salt till the end. Um, And cook them for a long time over low, low, low heat. Be very patient. So it all has to do with the way that the proteins react. Um, But those are my favorites for getting really soft scrambled eggs. And of course, you can just keep them warm in the oven. Um, But it might be a lot more fun to do some sort of, like I was saying, egg casserole situation where you incorporate some veggies. You can make like a quiche idea. Um, you can add cheese or not. It's up yeah. To you. So my favorite thing is a couple of things you can do too is go low in these. You can you can almost add any vegetable, right? So it's good to satay. So like onions, bell peppers. Um, you can eat, I like even really broccoli, spinach, yeah, broccoli. Mm-hmm. And you just saute them a little bit, just not fully cook, but a little bit because they're not going to cook that much. And then you can either put it in just a square pan and with eggs and just cook it, mm-hmm. or you can put them in muffin tins actually and make little mini ones, muffins. Mm-hmm. And so it's a really easy way to do it. And then you can you know cook it for. And put it, in, stick it in the oven, and you can do that for the whole family. Everyone's at their own little oven thing, and, and those are super healthy, and they taste really good, and they're good if you're in the egg. Yep. So. And if you want to, if you're okay with doing a little bit of cheese, I like to add a little bit of feta or a little bit of goat cheese because actually neither one of those is gonna give you a big hit in terms of calories, but they're gonna give you a big hit in terms of flavor. Yeah, um, especially since the they hold their shape a little bit better if they're gonna cook in a casserole. So my sister makes this really good um quiche every christmas that is like the most delightful thing on the planet and she actually rims the bottom of the pan in really thinly sliced potatoes so it makes like a bottom for it so you can go either way this can be super healthy and super delicious or you can add a few of those touches if you want to with cheese or with the potatoes on the bottom yeah love eggs so you can do that the next thing i would do is like if you're going to go meat product wise not any specialty but that's fine definitely not my specialty but um just you know don't even bother with I, i like a couple Things that are good that I like. Um, just skip the skip the standard Farmer John's breakfast sausage stuff. Like, I'm sorry, you don't, don't go that. hating on Farmer John right now. What you know what I'm talking about the standard one. So I either really like a really thick slab of really good cut of bacon. Again, we're not cooking for 50 people, right? So you can you can you know step it up a little bit, and do that nice. Or I really like like the Italian sausage. 
for a long time since I ate bacon, but style. I was always a thin, crispy bacon. And you, girl. yeah, and you cut those so you can. I mean, you can cook bacon however you want. So that's super simple, super easy to do. So that's kind of a good, good option. Um, you don't need to go crazy on how much you do on those. So I think that that's a, that's a good one if you want the kind of meat product on there for the brunch. Mm-hmm. Um, um, love a side of potatoes. Yes, and you can definitely go. Sweet potato, you can go regular potato, you can do a medley, you can do the little fingerling potatoes, um, however you prefer it with your breakfast. And again, this can go as healthy or as unhealthy as you kind of want it to. So one of the things I love to do to keep it on the healthier side is actually to bake them. So you do, you know, you can chop up sweet potatoes or regular potatoes, saute them with a little bit, like mix them in with a little bit of olive oil. Um, and seasoning and basically you really don't even need that much. And if you like them crispier, you don't even really need almost any oil with them, Mm -hmm. but you just bake them. And if you want to, too, you can, you can cook down a little bit of onions or bell peppers or that type of thing and mix those in before you put them on. But if you chop up small, put them in, you can brown them and they'll be nice and crispy. Those will be really good Mm -hmm. for breakfast potatoes. Yeah. And it's a really great way to make it. And of course, when you're making it at home, the beauty is that you get to control what you put into it. So you know exactly what's going in there. You can skip the stuff you don't like. I personally, not a big mushroom girl, but I know a lot of people, a lot of people love mushrooms and they're in with their potatoes. So you could try that if you're willing to risk your life by eating mushrooms. And, and you can also do them stove top too, if you wanted like a little bit of a uh, black and more crispy or they'll actually they'll be crispy in the oven. But if you want it a little more like authentic, you got to use more oil in that. So it's a little bit, you're adding a little bit of calories and that stuff there, which it's up to you if you want to do that. But, but you can also do those and kind of cook them on the stove top in the same manner. So either way. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that's kind of your, your starch and your veggies and your eggs. Um, and then I love to do uh, a sweet element with it. And actually this time of year, I love to do a fruit salad. Oh yeah. Fruit salad. Which I absolutely, I just, especially, and you can do it to be fair, fruit salad is not everyone's thing, but when you make it fresh, it's very different from when you get it in the store and it's like a little bit old and there's like collected juice at the bottom. When you actually chop up, you know, whether it's strawberries or apples or what I love crunchy, crunchy fruits in there. So Love a little bit of bite with some apples, some strawberries, um, some berries. You could do pineapple, banana, whatever you want in there. Um, but it really is actually a very different side dish when you make it right. at home versus when you buy like a pre-made fruit salad. Yeah, and if you're not a fruit person too, that you're not limited to fruit salad. That's just a really easy, quick, or a little fresh, sweet, healthy nutrients. Mm-hmm. You can also there's you can just do if it's brunch. It's Easter. You can do regular salads too. There's a thousand yeah, good course. salads out there. You can do kind of spinach salad or whatever. Yeah, but. I love and my my favorite salads always have lots of elements in them. So if you're not a salad person, and like I considered myself to not be a salad person for a long time because I was just eating honestly the wrong salads. It the word salad encompasses a lot of different things. You right. can make it how you want it. So again, like I said, I'm a big crunchy vegetable, crunchy fruit person. I need something to bite into, mm-hmm. and I like a lot of texture in my salads. So if I'm doing, and I actually love kale for that which sounds weird. And also take the time to massage your kale. I know it sounds weird. It actually makes a difference in the way that it reacts and the way that it tastes. And then I love to have a nut element, some kind of nut, whether you do walnuts, you do pistachios, whatever makes you happy, some kind of fruit element. So it could be fresh fruit. You could do it with sectioned oranges. You could do it with strawberries. Um, and of course I love a cheese element, which you can always skip if you're yeah. not into it. And a balsamic it. vinegar is really, really good on a, on a brunch salad because it's like light. It's like flavorful. Mm-hmm. And if you get all that stuff in it, you don't need a heavy dressing, right? If you yep. got fruit, you got nuts and you can go kill like she is. I'm more of a spinach. I love a spinach salad, but you know, mm-hmm. you can, I mean, baby greens, you can almost use anything. Yeah. So my favorite is kale, um, a vine- a very vinegary 
vinaigrette. Sometimes I just use straight white white vinegar, honestly. But you can you can look up what you want to use. Um, you can do just vinegar and olive oil together. So kale, vinegar, and olive oil, or balsamic vinegar, and or balsamic and vinegar oil. Yep. That's kind of my favorite. Um, pecorino cheese because it's really really strong, and you don't have to use a lot of it. And toasted walnuts. Okay. That's one of my absolute favorites. So that's an option if you're doing fruit salad. So. So, I mean, that's a really easy way. I mean, and you can have a really, really good brunch again. And our recommendation is if you're going to go for it a little bit on those things, go for the, go for the big and all that good stuff or thing. Don't like, since you don't have all these people over, skip the the appetizers that no one wants, you know, skip those like things laying around and the crap This you know, it's like, save it for the good meal and then, you know, go all in. Right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And have a little. Those are all happy, yeah. You know? And, of course, you can do, like, my my favorites on a special holiday. Um, my dad's family from the South, so I love to do a good Southern biscuit. It's just in my blood. Um, so, on a special occasion, that's always a fun thing to do. But, for me, part of the celebration is in making them as well. Um, so, really try to enjoy the process of making this stuff with your right. family. You know, maybe you do a pancake. Maybe you do a French toast situation. Maybe you go and do all the healthy options and you feel good all day. It's totally up to you. This is a holiday. Yeah. Whether you know hope, whether you celebrate or not, hopefully you get to be with your friends and family if you are celebrating it. You know, maybe over Zoom or maybe you're with your family right now. If you're not celebrating it, of course, I say still eat some chocolate. But you know, hopefully this gives you a, something to look forward to rather than stressing about. Oh my gosh, it's going to be such a weird Easter because we're we're stuck social distancing. Yeah, I think I think you have a lot of fun and just be a little bit. It's like all these things. It's a little new. It's a little different. You know, enjoy that time with your family. I know a lot of the times when we do these, we do these holidays, it's like you get so wrapped up in the extended family and everyone coming over and everyone's in the kitchen, and everyone's cooking, and there's so much who, emphasis yeah. on the and food which, and which whatever. Which side of the family's turn is it to do this? And my mom wants to come over. My when, dad wants us to go there. You know, and like, it's so chaotic sometimes that you don't even enjoy each other's company. So this yeah. may be one of those where it's like it's a smaller group, and in a smaller group, sometimes it's like. There's so much, there's less going on and it's less chaotic. So you actually get to sit around and enjoy each other's company. So, yep. you know, and there's not like, oh my God, we got to get to church. We got to get back and then we got to get this and we got to get, and you know. we're supposed to go to like, six different ex- family homes to get to Exactly. Everyone. And there's yeah. no time for a lot of you guys. There's going to be no time frame, right? It's not like we have to eat at this time because this is when I told someone to come over and this is when they have to leave. At this. It's like, yeah. you know, if you're stuck in your house all day, it's like. Why don't you get up? Make it as a family when it's ready. Eat, you know, yeah. play, you know, hang I also, out. And I also decided I wanted to dress up for Easter. Yeah, you, you don't have to. Idea. It's totally up to you. But I always had an Easter dress, no matter what. So I'm gonna wear. I'm gonna wear an Easter dress. And of course, since it's brunch, um, you know what that means goes along. Brunch is always mimosas, but always, of course, a personal choice. And I think hopefully that'll take you through. Uh, yeah. Easter. Yeah. So let us know. We want to hear about what your uh, what your Easter looked like, and if you enjoyed it, and if it was different, if it was whatever. I think that for all the stress we've had in our lives, it's maybe a, a lot less stressful Easter for a lot of people. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully. it is a, a brighter spot. And of yeah. course, you know, if the Easter Bunny does bring you some chocolate, uh, you're allowed to eat it. Trust me. Are you? Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to be hiding that chocolate. All right. Cool. Yeah, I think that'll take you through. But we'll, of course, have another podcast for you on Easter. We'll let you know uh, how things went. We'll be thinking about you guys. So hope you have a wonderful holiday. And we'll talk to you guys very soon. All right, guys. Thank you. Bye.